Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome to the NFAB Fantasy Motocross Show on RacerX Online. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is the show we devote to Fantasy Motocross Moto Dynasty that you can play on RacerX Online, motocrossfantasy.com, Handicap League, pick only four guys, and Rocky Mountains uh, Fantasy League also, too, which has a wild card. Four, top five and 450s and a wild card this week at seventh place, rmfantasysx.com. You can join all of our groups if you want on their uh, RacerX podcast group on uh, rmfantasysx.com and Pulpamex group on Moto Dynasty and uh, Motocross Fantasy. We also have leagues on there. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, yeah, we've been having a good luck with these, and uh, hopefully we can help you try to win your fantasy league or at least try to do better in your fantasy league and win some prizes. Heck, JT won a helmet. Dan Truman won motorcycles. I didn't win anything. Anyways, um, all right, with me on the line, uh, he is from Fly Racing. He is uh, a, a top fantasy moto uh, um, player, and um, he, had, he had a bad week last week. The Jason Thomas. Yeah, it went all right. Um, I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm just trying to find consistency. It's just yeah. tough, with these, tough with these guys to kind of figure out what they're doing. But, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, just trying to climb my way up to the top. Yeah, I like the attitude. I like that go that that, that aggressiveness. Uh, also on the line from Athena, USA, Get Ignitions, former mechanic, privateer mechanic, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? I'm um, just looking at my points. I'm pretty sure they're not adding them properly. It says I'm in 348th place. Can't be right. On Moto Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, you need to pick. Right. You need to. You need to pick um, that you are um, playing tw- Supercross 2016. So, uh, yep. um, it says, when it I'm says, 104, I'm 148 points out of the lead. That's all I know. I can make that up. Well, Dan, you keep picking the, um, you keep picking the, uh, heat race winners and all that. It's, it's biting you. Yeah. I mean, position. Cooper Webb is such a stretch to win heat race. I know. Well, I mean, um, right now in Moto Dynasty, I'm 58th. I got a thousand and four points. Uh, Wygan is seventh. JT, you should be right up there. 19th. So, yep. And, yep. uh, so, 58, 19th. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. Last week, let's see, Moto Dynasty, we had uh, last week was um, Anaheim 2. This week, Oakland. Weather was supposed to be crappy. Everyone was kind of telling me about it. But now I talked to uh, Scott Goggles, John Knowles, and, and he said the weather's going to be good. It's going to pass. So, should be just a regular Oakland, uh, which, of course, is a terrific uh, venue, JT. Yeah, it's one of the nicest stadiums we go to all year. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's pull up. Weed is in seventh place. I know. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah he's having he's having a good uh, good run at this because last year I was dominating him for the most part. But um, the cream will rise to the top by the end. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, all right, let's pull. My up your... points are not wrong. I am I am three hundred fifty eighth place. That's that's not good. Oh yeah yeah, that's not good at all, Dan. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's pull okay. up. Um, Pull up our results from last week, and we'll see what we're doing. Of course, like I said, Moto Dynasty is top 12 in each class, and you uh, you can also get points for a, a pole position and a whole, on a whole shot and uh, a main event winner. And you can also, um, on Motocross Fantasy, you can pick top uh, – you can pick four guys, Handicap League. Can't pick the same four each week. And Rocky Mountain, uh, like I said, top five in a wild card this week at seventh. 
So, all right, last week in Moto Dynasty, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I correctly, I correctly predicted nothing. Nothing, not one man right. And as a matter of fact, uh, Trey Kennard and Weston Pike did not even make the top 12. I imagine everybody lost out on Kennard. But, uh, and Pike cost me. I had him in 10th. So I did not have uh, Christoph Purcell, and I did not have Will Hahn. Those are the two that I missed. How'd you do, JT, in 450s? Um, I had... What up here? I did have Ryan Dungey winning a heat, which I was very proud of myself for picking. Yeah, I stayed away from all that nonsense. Um, But I missed out on Trey, and I missed out on Pike. You're right. But I had Purcell in there. I had him actually right on the dot in 12th. Mm-hmm. I had Davey Millsaps right on the dot in uh, eighth place. Uh, no, seventh, sorry. Um, I had Dungey first, and I had Roxon third. So I actually had a pretty good 450 go. I, um, uh, I had six yeah. six guys at the top 20. I missed by one spot. So I got a lot of 20-pointers, but six guys. What about you, Dan? At the top 12? The top 12, yeah, sorry. I had okay. six Six of them I missed by one spot. Could have been yeah, could, that's pretty strong. Could have been phenomenal. But what were your, what were your yeah, points in that, in that one? Uh, my points. I can't see the points for four fifties anywhere. Can you? The top. Top. Oh well, no. It says total points. Points for the round should say points for your round per class. No, I don't have that on my screen. Okay, I really don't. I had one ninety four for the listeners out there in oh, the okay. four fifty class for the yeah. round. Yep. Yeah, Steve, you're in the wrong spot. You have to go to leaderboard. Oh. Then click on Supercross, then 450, then round. Oh, okay. You were clicking on my results, which I know yes. it would make sense if your results were yeah. under your results. Yes, but that's, not how, exactly, that's not how this works. Exactly what I was doing. Uh, 450. So, all right, Dan, who would you? How'd you? How'd you do? What'd you have? <laughs> I had 169 points. I was again like you. I had six guys that were one spot out, mm-hmm. and the only person I actually had right was uh, Eli Tomac in fourth. But. Uh, I, I had it. Pike and Kennard also. Mm-hmm. I missed both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, most, yeah, so we all most people that. had those. Yeah. Which Pike? Uh, uh, Pike, have to. Pike was eighth uh, with uh, two turns to go. So. Yeah, that was uh, that was a rough have, one for uh, me and my. The um, two guys I didn't have were Will Hahn and um, Will Hahn and Purcell. I didn't uh, have those two. Me too. All right, I scored 182. 450s. JT, who did you put? You said you had Purcell. Who was the two you didn't have? I didn't have Pike or Kennard. No, no, I mean, but. Oh, I'm sorry. Who got in there that didn't have? Um, that would be. You didn't have, have Will Hahn. No, I would say you're right. Uh, Will Hahn, and I'm looking through my pages here. Uh, Weimer. Mm. Okay. And Weimer, Weimer, Weimer and Hahn. And Weimer got himself a new new ride this week. We'll talk about that a little bit as as ter- as far as how it relates to fantasy. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, your SUV parts, they've got you covered. Of course, they're a huge part of the uh, JGR team, N-Fab, as well as the Ampro off-road team. N-Fab.com, support the sport. Need something for your truck, Jeep, your SUV? Check out N-Fab. And uh, also, too, thanks to the Pro Taper, Scott Motorsports, Motorsports and Rocky Mountain. For coming on board this podcast, the two fifties. I got a uh, five hundred and ten point. No, wait. I'm sorry. That's, that's no. ridiculous. I did really good. Five ten. Uh, one hundred seventy nine points in two fifties. Not not as good for me. Uh, let's see who I had ranking as far as um, 
which guy goes where. I know I picked Cooper Webb to win, so I nailed that, you guys. Got that correct. And uh, Really going out of limb there. Yeah, and Dan is uh, Dan lost all his points via the uh, whole shot and heat race wins. Um, I got Webb right. I got Osborne right. I got Jimmy D right. I got Cole Nichols right. So, um, That's pretty good, though. You're doing pretty good. I, I talked to Brian Johnson today. He's winning the whole thing. And we have the same card, the same 12 people. Of course, I missed six of them by one spot. And yep. he hit like four or five of them. You know, and that makes such a big difference. Yep. Like just that one spot is crazy in this league. Well, I, uh, yeah, right. yeah, I had Alex Martin and Luke Clout and Michael Lieb. They got me zero. So I uh, only got... You had, Luke, uh, you had Luke Clout in your top 12, huh? 11th. Yeah, I had him 11th. He's, he's all right. Yeah, that looked pretty good. I knew he'd been, I, also, I also knew he'd been racing a lot. You know what I mean? I figured he's on his game, so it's not like he's going to be that intimidated by, uh, you know. I had uh, the only one I missed out on was Alex Martin, and I think I mean I don't know who wouldn't have had him in his top their top twelve. Yeah, and everybody lost on Cooper Webb winning a heat. I think a lot of people did, anyways, right? Probably, I would think so. Um, yeah, I lost the heat and the pole position. What else did you have? Who'd you how, who'd you get right in the main event, Dan? I, I only had Cooper Webb and Jordan Smith, right? And then okay. I had Osborne, Osborne and Craig both off by one, Mitchell Oldenburg and Aldridge all off by one. No. JT, how'd you do in 250 West, Moto Dynasty? Uh, I had 182. Uh, I got Webb right. I got um, I had Osborne and Craig one off. Yep. And then I had Jordan Smith who'd you exactly have, right. Who would you have second? I had Savashi oh, second. Oh, Savashi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I had Colt Nichols exactly right and Oldenburg exactly right. Hmm. So, strong. yeah, not too bad. Um, the only ones I missed were Lieb. I had 12th and I had Alex Martin in yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Fifth place at Alex yeah. Martin. All right. Nobody had Colt Martinez in there, right? No. Uh, I did not. No. Yeah. No. I, but, but Or Kyle Peters. About time Kyle Peters. I should I should recognize Kyle Peters at this point. I think he's done pretty well. I had him in yeah, I think he's done pretty well through the first three. I don't have I don't have the sheets open in front of me, but he's done pretty well. The um, he's very very well in qualifying. He does not qualify well. <laughs> he does not qualify well. No, I know, right? So this well, weekend, we always say qualifying times, but he's terrible. So I mean, it's hard to say that. I don't think this weekend we'll see Bogle back. I talked to somebody at Geico. He probably take another week off, but okay. I think we're getting Baggett back. James Stewart will be lining back up. And Jake Weimer got himself a new ride. Let's talk about that as far as fantasy terms. Um, Jake Weimer going to the uh, RCA Suzuki. I still think an eighth is a top end for him. I don't know if Jake takes the next step up with the factory bike, factory equipment. Do you think so, Dan? Should should we start slotting Jake higher? Uh, I I think Jake could do better, but I don't. I still like you. I think an eighth is very good. Uh, especially with the field the way it is. We did see Davey step into a seventh this weekend. You know, we've been talking about that same top seven. Mm-hmm. But, again, that was Trey crashed out. And I think yeah. had Trey started up front, I still think Trey beats Davey and gets seventh. Yeah, I do too. Uh, or in the top seven. Yep. So um, I'm kind of with you on that. I think it's great for Jake. It's great for the team. And I think he will be in the top ten. But I think mm-hmm. the eighth is right around his range. Same, same top six, everybody, the first three rounds. And like you said, without without a canard crash, probably team top seven. So, um, but yeah, D- JT, what do you think? Like, can you move any higher than eighth? Best case scenario. I think it's going to be tough. You know, you look at who's ahead of them, and uh, man, you 
you really got to think that everyone ahead of him is kind of deserving. So uh, I won't move him up there. You know, I think the eighth is uh, is a good finish for him. I, I think putting him inside the top ten in general is uh, I don't want to say risky, but um, you think you're you're assuming he's going to have a good weekend. So. Um, just keep that in mind. You know, I, I personally would have him more in the nine to twelve range, week in, week out. But we'll see how that goes. You know, as, as injuries kind of you know rear their ugly head in this sport, I think he has a chance to move forward. Yeah. Uh, so Stu comes back this weekend. Will you be putting him in your top twelve in Moto Dynasty, JT? Ah oh, man, he's he's uh he's so tough to predict. He's but I good will at Oakland. If, he's good at Oakland. I would, yeah, that was my next sentence. If I was gonna have to pick him for a race, I would say Oakland is is his you know his spot. He's won there what twice now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't say more even. Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, he obviously feels he rides well there in the dirt. Just suits him or whatever it is. He he rides well there. So. I don't know. He, you know, coming back from an injury, especially a head injury, I mean, it's just well, it's just like we said last week. He could be out there riding around in first place or fifth place, and at lap ten, if he feels dizzy, he's going to pull off. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, I personally probably would gamble and not what? put him in there just because I, I don't trust it at this point. What would you need to see out of him to put him in the top twelve? Three practices, and where would he have to qualify? I would. I honestly wouldn't even care about his times. It would be more the eye test. Yeah. Um, and I know that sounds silly, and that's not fair to people that are on aren't at the race. Mm-hmm. But how do you judge a head injury? You know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how you really do that, especially when the adrenaline, the nerves, and all that kick in at race time. It, you're really rolling the dice. I, I just don't think there's a sure answer to it. Dan, what do you think? What about Stu this weekend? I'm, I'm with JT. I won't be there this weekend, so I'll be like a lot of people. I won't get to see it, but I, I'm hoping they'll show a lot on practice and I can see him. But I'm with JT. He could be in 10 laps in the main event in fourth place, and if he doesn't feel good, he could just pull off. And uh, I'll probably not put him in there, and uh, I'll probably put Baggett in instead. Uh, I've, I've heard from sources that Baggett's riding really well. So, um I'm yeah, put Baggett in 11th or 12th. Well, you took my next so. question. Yeah, where do we slot Blake Baggett in if he uh, shows up? You're saying uh, 11, 9 to 12? Is that what you just said, Dan? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's going to be right inside the top 12. I, I would think um, so, too. Yeah, I agree. JT, what do you think? Yeah, I, I would I would really, really agree with that. I think, uh, especially his first race back, I think uh, he's going to be right around the Weimer um, – but I don't think he's got Braden's pace, so I think just right behind that. So, yeah, 10 to 10-11 is, you know, an opening weekend finish. Yeah. And what about uh, Millsaps winning a heat? And we saw Dino last week winning a heat. Maybe we need to look a little closer at heat race orders, you know? I don't know. It uh, had a little bit of surprise with heat race wins. winners so early in the season. A couple guys that are really uh, tough to predict, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it but you is. Look at, you look at how they were stacked last weekend, and, man, you know, the second one was just so loaded with talent yeah. compared to the first one. Um, and and it, that's just the luck of the draw. You know, there's no way to predict that. And of course, you can look at the lineups. Mm-hmm. But still, even then, you're gambling because, you know, there was one I know where Dan had picked Kennard to win uh, because his was much, much easier. And then we all saw heat, how that went. It was the Heat Millsaps one. Yeah, it was the Heat right, Millsaps right. one. I picked Kennard to win. I mean, it was a... 
nothing against Davey. He wrote great, and I, I don't know that Trey would have beat him, but Trey was by far a fat, you know, yeah. seemed like an easy pick on that one. So right. you're just going on, you're just going on the most likely result, and, you know, in that spot you're going to pick Trey, and then it just doesn't go right. So even even when the, the odds are stacked in your favor like that, it's still risky. So if we're going to go for a main event, guys, uh, top 12, I guess we're just going top 12, so it's not that important. Um and we kind of covered it already, but we're getting Baggett and, let's say, Stu back. So maybe Jeff Alessi and Dakota Tedder. I think Bopping's riding good enough to get in. I think Schmidt's riding well enough to get in. Freeze is a good starter, obviously. I think uh, Dakota Tedder and Jeff Alessi would be two guys I would bump out for um, Baggett and Stu. So. Yeah, what, about the, what about the top 12, though? We're putting... For you, I know you love Stu, so he'll be in your top 12 and Baggett also. So who do you bump out of your top 12? Um, that's a great question, Dan, and more appropriate than the one I just asked. Um, so that's, that's a good <laughs> job on that. Um, you know what? I, I No, I don't think – I'm with you guys on Stu. I need to, I need to watch him. It's going to take a hell of a day for me to pick him in the top 12. Like I'm all three practices, multiple fast laps, Top five times, all that, and then you're like, okay, he's good. And I even then, I might not put him in my top twelve. So, but if you're going to talk about guys bumping out of your top twelve, well, Wilbur, I think, um, I maybe Porcel. I Porcel's just, you know, we talked about him last week. He's so hard to figure out. So, um, Marvin's been riding well. Marvin rode himself into that ninth place, so I think I would leave him in there. I think Brayton and Millsaps are now moving into that top of that next level. We've seen that. And I, w- I still like Weimer on that bike. I think even though it's an adjustment, I think he can do it. So if you're looking at the top 12 this weekend, Muscan, Han, and Purcell. Muscan's riding all right. So I think it's Sia, Han, and Sia, Purcell. Thoughts on that? I agree with that. You know? Um, then again, yeah, I think it's tough. I think, you, you know, as we always harp on in these things is, watch practice most of the time and then even be careful with that because Purcell (laughs) you never know I mean he can go out and he put in the most incredible lap that maybe I've ever seen seriously I I honestly can say that it was one of the one of the most impressive laps I've ever seen put in on a supercross track and then he goes out there and rides around in 12 you know it's just tough to predict fly racing zone Christoph Purcell yeah Um, true all right, uh, you know what? As far as the top at the front, that's Moto Dynasty. Uh, talking about the Moto, this applies to Moto Dynasty and Rocky Mountain. Uh, RMFantasySX.com top five. I'm tired of going Roxon. I went Roxon the last two weeks. I'm going Dungey. Me too. Me and too. if and if Roxon wins, I f- I'm this show will never will never do another show. We're done. <laughs> I give up. Um, I'm gonna go Dungey again. I'm, like I said, Roxon last two weeks. I think Kenny's obviously going to win one, two, three races, but I will be picking Dungey until further notice. JT, I'm not. I'm not picking Dungey. No. No. For for which JT. part? For the heat races? A win a win main event win. Yeah, I honestly haven't picked any one of those for anything yet, and I may stay away from it. Well, no, no, so, I, no, no. I I don't mean for the bonuses. I mean for. Yeah, uh, Rocky Mountain. Oh, stay at the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky, oh, Rocky I'm, sorry. I'm Rock, sorry. Rocky Mountain or um, yeah, Moto Dynasty. He will be my pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm picking Dungeon until he proves me wrong. Yes. Yes, exactly. Dan, you say no? 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Kenny. He's got to win one one of these times. I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Are you confident enough in Kenny to pick him as your main event uh, uh, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm picking Ken. I'm gonna pick Kenny. I mean, Dungey Dungey will be in the top three because that's what Dungey yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just I gotta make up points. So everyone like you guys who keep picking Dungey to win, right? I mean, congratulations. But I, I'm gonna. I've already lost two weeks in a row with Kenny. I gotta pick him again, I guess. What about the whole uh, shot? It goes really. Oh, I gave up on that. I quit that. That's stupid. It's so hard. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> they don't even know who get, they don't even know who gets it. Like I don't even know if they're giving the points the right way. I don't even I mean, know. Yeah. Their chat had a check. This weekend, yeah. yeah. This weekend the whole shot the like the light up thing was halfway down the straightaway, but the line was in the first turn, so I have no idea about the whole shot. Like yeah. Dakotas was holding the uh was holding the check, but yeah, yeah, he was. any of the yep. any of the three Geico guys. Who right. knows? Uh so, Chad uh, Reed, JT, what do you think? Good at Oakland? Pretty pretty decent. I think so. Yeah, yeah he was second there last year, so yeah. I expect him to ride well. You know, he's on a roll right now. Um I you know, I don't see any reason to not pick him there. You know, he had a shot at winning last year, so why mm-hmm. not? And Roxon and Tomac in some order, Anderson. Anderson rode well at A2. People may not realize that. He only ended up with a fifth, but he rode well. So, really, when it comes to these top, and you got to throw Canard in there when it comes to these seven guys, like, put Dungy one and people after that, good luck. <laughs> just put the practice times if you want, the qualifying order, you know. Put Dunge first and then, then just go two, three, four via the qualifying order, except Purcell. Leave that out. But, um it's tough. I think Tom. I think Tomac gets on the podium this weekend. He he was close last weekend. He was. Yeah. He was no, he was one lap away from maybe getting second. You know, that would have been that would have yeah. been a hell of a race had he not washed his front end out because he was going balls out. So he was re- he was really struggling in the whoops. I mean, I know everybody was. Yeah. Tough. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but uh, you know, I thought that he would be a little bit better through there, but. Yeah, he rode awesome. He's yeah. rode good. For, I mean, for, he's been a long time in Supercross, that he's been that consistent. He's top four all three rounds. N-Fab.com. Uh, RM Fantasy Supercross is back and better than ever for 2016. Rocky Mountains Fantasy Supercross is free. Over $100,000 worth of prizes. There's a lot to play for. they got a, a new truck if you win. A KX450 into the F. A VIP trip to the Monster Cup. Uh, they've got a lot of great things going on. Uh, Rocky Mountain. Uh, RM Fantasy SX and uh, these guys, the premier source for power sports, parts, accessories, and gear. Head to rmfantasysx.com and sign up to play against other Supercross fans. Now, you're probably out of the running for the truck, but you can still win the weekly prizes. And the weekly prizes are pretty pretty bitching. Um, they've got some big money things each, each and every week. So go there. And um, now I like the fact that they changed the pick order, too. You, if, you get, if you get the guys correct in the top five, you, you get something uh, instead of getting zero. So this week on rmfantasysx.com, Seventh place is the wild card. If you go off what I did last week, I was, uh, again, I went, uh, I got Ryan Dungey right, so I picked it for Rocky Mountain. I don't know. I need to reevaluate how I pick these things. And Tomac, I picked uh, correct in fourth. That's three straight fourths for Tomac people. So uh, seventh place in RM Fantasy SX. Got to be one of those top seven guys we talked about when you add in Canard. And I think Kennard rebounds this weekend with a better race. At least I hope so. And I hate to do this because he's riding great, but I'm going to go maybe Cole Seely. What do you guys think, Dan? Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. 
Um, I agree with you on Kennard. I've been on the Kennard bandwagon all year. I think he's got to rebound sooner or later and have a really good race. Um, Seeley's riding good. The races that he rode really good in, he got a good start in. So it's tough to say. Um, but yeah. I, I agree with you. The top seven guys are going to stay the same. And and Seeley may be my pick also. Yeah, I really think you can nail it. You can, you can, you can get seventh place from Brayton, Millsaps, Kennard, Seeley. Um, Anderson, and the, the, but I think those five guys could get seventh. I don't think Tomac can or Roxon. Those guys, Don Reed, they're riding too well right now. They're either going to finish top four Anderson's or five. Anderson's riding. Anderson's riding better than seventh, though. I think it'd be tough. To, yeah, it but, would take a, a. It would take a fall. Yeah, a mistake by him could do it. You know, um, what do you think, JT? Seventh place. This is big points on the Rocky RMFantasySX.com. Yeah, I nailed it last week. I got. Um... You did. I had brain. I had brain for eight. Yeah, I get it. Got it right on the dot. Um, thank you. So I'm uh, not sure. Thank you, Pike, uh, or thank you, yeah. Justin. For yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I had Pike in my motocross fantasy pick, so oh, okay. it was very bittersweet for me. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. You know that range. I think Brayden, Millsap, Steely, uh, even Pike, possibly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch practice and make a decision. But I mm-hmm. think there's a range in there. Uh, even. Bag it possibly. It just depends on who looks good, but I think there's a you know four or five guys that you have to narrow it down to and yeah. then make the best decision from there. I scored 53 points last week in the RM Fantasy SX, so that's not bad. Didn't get that eighth place though, um, but I'm doing pretty crappy in the in the uh, Racer X Fantasy Pod group. I don't know what I am. I can't even scroll down far enough. So um, <laughs> I got 80 80 last week. Not oh yeah, bad. yeah. That's, that's 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 definitely pretty good. Um. All right, yeah. So I like Sealy, JT. If you had to lean, if I had to lean one way, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Brayton to one up himself. Okay, seventh. And Dan, you agree with me on the Sealy pick? Yeah, I I like Sealy for seven. But I had uh, I had Millsaps Brayton last week, and he got seventh. So yeah, I was off. Scott Sports established in 1958, a global leader in manufacturing and developing products for motorsports, winter sports, mountain biking, cycling. Scott's got it all. Scott-sports.com. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Scott Motorsports. Facebook, they got the JGR guys. They got the BTO Sports KTM guys, Trey Kennard, Baggett, Porcel. They got off-road guys, Clement DeSalle, a GP rider. Thanks to the boys at Scott for supporting the NFAB Racer X Fantasy motocross podcast um let's go into motocross fantasy motocrossfantasy.com it's a handicap league and uh you can pick your riders you can't pick the same riders two weeks in a row i swung for the fences i sent you guys my 450 picks and jt you replied with those are terrible yes i wasn't that bad though. And they, and they were pretty bad where, where do you i in this site this site needs help who's what's the guy's name Justin, 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 you got to fix your site. You just Moto Dynasty is not great either, but uh, I'm trying to find out what I got last week. Uh, not race results, but how much I scored, and it is just gone, just nowhere to be found. Here, here we go. Got it. Uh, All right, um, 120 points I scored in two fifties, and 66 in four fifties, which JT might back up your. That's terrible comment. Yeah, stand by. How, how many did you score in four fifty? Sixty six. In two fifty, uh, though. Sorry, in two fifty. Oh, one twenty. 
That's pretty good. In yeah. PVP. No, that that was good. Um, I was. Uh, but let's go four fifties. I picked Tommy Hahn. He was the third best pick. I picked Lawson Bopping, and then two privateer guys that I thought looked feisty and spicy, and I knew, like I knew, you know, these guys could have been in the main event as easy as Jeff Alessi and Dakota Tedder, but they were never up front off the start. Adam Entenep and Alex Ray, zero points. So they were handicapped 12s, both of them. All right, so what did you score, JT? Uh, I had 220, uh, so it wasn't too bad. Um, my 450, I had uh, Tommy Hahn, Davey Millsaps, Weston Pike, and Ken Roxon. Uh, and I honestly left a lot of points out there with Pike with that last lap deal. Yeah. Uh, because he went from 8th to 14th. So uh, that basically cost me uh, about 23 points, yep. I think. Yeah. Something like that. So, or maybe 21 points. Um, so it's pretty rough. I could add a t- 241, which would have been pretty strong. Uh, but that's how it goes. You know, there yeah. we go. Yeah. What did you have, Dan? Um, I had Phil Nicoletti. How'd he do? <laughs> yeah, that was I, – I mean, I wouldn't have picked Phil Nicoletti, but, yeah. I mean, well, all he had to do was beat three guys. Three guys. That's it. Yeah. You beat three guys. And actually, when you think about Jeff Alessi and Dakota Tedder, like that's yeah. – Phil's got Jeff those. Jeff Alessi, Dakota Tedder, Nick Schmidt. Like, you got to think he's going to beat three of those guys, right? Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. That's how. That's the only reason why I picked him. I, I figured he would maybe have a bad race, but I thought he could beat Jeff Alessi. And Dakota Tedder. <laughs> so I got 111 points in 450. I actually did good, even with Nicoletti. I had Will Hahn, who was the best pick, mm-hmm. and Michael Lessie, who was the best pick. Mm-hmm. And then I had and I had Bopping, who was a, a really good pick. Yeah, that's um, good. I went with. Um, I just I thought, yeah. I thought Nicoletti would be a good pick. I yeah, no, I agree. Two fifties. I had Luke Clout. I think everybody would have had him, right? Um, Mitchell Oldenburg, who rode himself to a ninth. Uh, at one point, he was laying on the ground, dead last, and he needed to get, was it 11th? Wasn't he a one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, he was one. Yeah, so he's a one, so he needed to get 11th. So I was watching that, and he rode himself into the ninth. So good job, Mitchell. Maybe next time you can stay upright, though. Uh, Bracken Hall was good all day. I don't know if you guys saw this practice times. From the very first practice, yeah, Bracken Hall was he good. Was on, he was on my team. Yep, so I picked Bracken Hall. And uh, Chris Howell also. I picked Chris Howell and... Uh, Made the main, didn't do well once he got there, or, you know, relatively speaking. But uh, Luke Clout was the number one pick. Cunningham was second. Champion was third. Chase Marquet and then Cole Martinez. How's Cole Martinez? He must be the number one rider overall in the points because he seems to be always double points and he's always doing pretty well. So maybe I should actually he pick him this week. Team. He was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had Luke Clout, um, I think everybody had. I had Cole Martinez, who I thought was a great pick. And um, Brecken Hall, uh, my fourth rider, we won't talk about because um, he wasn't there. But uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, Danny, he, he crashed out. He crashed out. Mitchell Harrison. He did not crash. He rode practice. He rode off the track, and he was fine. <laughs> he was told by the the freaking motorcycle police or whatever you want to call the AMA that he couldn't race. Well, I know the AMA, and they, and they, I know the AMA, and they never make wrong decisions. So I, I believe in them, a hundred percent. Anybody who's listening who picked Mitchell Harrison, which I'm sure a lot of people did, um, he crashed in practice. In the first practice, he crashed in all the practices. Yeah, he crashed, he crashed in a lot. Yeah. So he crashed in the first practice. He was fine. He crashed in the second practice. He was fine. He crashed in the last practice, 
And after the practice, AMA pulled him off the track and said that he needed to take a concussion test, is what I was told. Mm-hmm. And he passed the impact, but he failed the balance part. And they said, well, you can't stand up in one leg and touch your nose or whatever the test is, so you can't race. Well, And the poor kid's like 17. He was probably nervous. And, you know, I'm very upset. Safety first, Dan. Safety first. Yep, safety first. Exactly, yeah, Dan. Yeah, we don't want anybody. And, and, you know, everyone listening, JT didn't inform anybody that he wasn't racing, of course. I honestly didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, go back to. I honestly to, had no idea. He, I knew he crashed, but I you wouldn't have, you, you wouldn't have picked Harrison at his eight and he qualified 10th. No, because he crashes every time I watch yeah, him. Yeah, me too, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, he's getting to be a fantasy killer here. He really is. He does crash a lot. Anyway, I did really great. I scored 111 points without Her- with Harrison watching in the stand. Well, I got 120. So, yeah, but you got 66 and 450. Yeah, I did. Um, JT, who'd you have? Uh, in the 250 class, I had Aldridge, who <laughs> just limps into a 12th, yeah. uh, which he was the only one on the track, and I still thought somehow he would find a way to screw me. <laughs> when he was in 12th, he was the last one out there, he and I'm the like, he's still going to yeah. screw it up. Yeah. Hey, yeah. He, he was uh, in ninth with three laps to go. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, it's just par for the course. Uh, I had Luke Clout, which everyone seemed to. I had Michael Lieb, who really pulled it out in the LCQ. That was a uh, heroic was, ride he was, by him. He was sixth or seventh in the LCQ with like two laps to go. Yes. <laughs> that was when I texted you. What I texted you? I don't remember. Was it really um, bad, though? I don't... <laughs> yeah. Okay. All very right. angry. Uh, and then I had Oldenburg. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, wasn't, wasn't great. Wasn't terrible. It could have been a lot better, just like, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it stayed up. But it wasn't all right. It was all right. Yeah. Should have picked Cunningham. I was on to him early. I was on to Cunningham right away. Yeah. I remember I was texting you guys, or I tweeted it. Like, Cunningham looks good. Yeah. Should have stuck with him. Yeah, he, I, I agree. Cunningham was a good, great pick. I have seen Oldenburg... And Aldridge on the ground every main event so far. By the way, what if Oldenburg? What if Oldenburg, Aldridge, and um, Mitchell Harrison come into the first turn together? It's, nobody comes out. What happens? <laughs> it's gonna be bad. <laughs> I don't know. They could all be on my team next week, and it would be so scary. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I might have a heart attack. I might have a heart attack. All right, let's go to the motocross fantasy and choose the riders. But first. Let me hook up the folks at Pro Taper. Uh, Pro Taper, of course, Paul Parabino's our guy down there, is a major part of Pro Taper. And uh, since 1991, they've been on the scene when they started the uh, first uh, uh, bar, crossbarless bar with uh, Damon Bradshaw. And um, it was, uh, it's been a hit ever since then and uh, always copied, never duplicated. ProTaper.com, the Fusion Handlebar, one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, and micro bar, which is brand new, and, and you'll see how those those are more and more will be coming around, are just a few examples of how ProTaper continues to push the limits and reinvent the way we all experience riding our bikes. ProTaper.com, Jason Anderson runs them, among uh, many other riders, and we thank ProTaper for uh, supporting this. Okay, let's go into the picks. MotocrossFantasy.com on the NFAB RaceRex podcast, 450 class. So Baggett's a six. That's weird. He hasn't raced all year. Okay. Um, Dean Wilson. Dean Wilson's a three. Oh, I don't like a four. I don't like Wilson. <laughs> I don't like him in this spot. So, well, the good news is my performance last week of picking Entenap and Ray have prevented me from picking them again. So it's almost like I have like a free pass to two guys that you know are better. You know, you know what I mean. 
Yeah, um, I, I know. I know okay. By the way, by the way, though, Entenap looking like he's going to get Chisholm's bike, but I still don't like the that. bike that he hated. Why did he hate? Well, he was seemed very unhappy with his bike after A one. Oh, Chiz. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Entenap. I was like, huh? No. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think he can throw his own suspension on it. So on the Rocky Mountain team. So. Okay. See what happens. I don't. I don't like that pick though to turn to put Adam over the uh, over the edge. You know, as far as a main event, Bogle's a six. That's not bad. If he's back, uh, we don't think he will be, but keep an eye on that. Michael Lessie's a six. What? What else? What? Else, what do you guys like on here? I just looked at these picks for the first time. Stu, double I think points. Vince Priest, Vince Priest could be okay if the whoops aren't too terrible. You know, I think he's, I think he's better than eighteen, uh, especially on a track if it's fairly basic, which it looks like it will be on the track map because he's such a good starter. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. It looks like a pretty. I like the over under on it, but um, it looks I like, like Marvin pretty, to keep improving too. Um, he's a two, yeah. and I think he'll be inside the top ten. He, he looks a lot better, uh, just overall his overall riding than he did at the uh-huh. you know, previous weeks. Right. So, so we said I like Pike. Pike. Pike got a four. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Will anybody yeah, go with Nicoletti? I think it's terrible idea. I'm looking at the results last week. The only person to beat was Trey, and, and I mean Trey wasn't out there. I think so. you do go with Nicoletti, JT, because he knows he's got to keep it together here. You know, maybe he or what? Well, just just he just wants to. You know, I mean, he, you know, he wants to get a finish. He wants to get a finish. He's tired of, you know, he really puts a lot of pressure on himself. So, what about Stu? Uh, Stu's double points zero. Um. I think that just that's all what I told you. I need to see three practices, all in the top five in times, and then maybe, maybe I pick them. So maybe I flip a coin. Um, you know who's you know who's good this week, and I'm not sure why. Justin Brayton, double point zero. Right? He's yeah, ri- he's riding well. A ton of value there. Yeah, I know, but I don't think he does better than like you know, six or seven, which if he does, that's great. But I think, I just don't think there's a ton of upside. You know, I think you're, I think you have more ch- a chance of doing better with a guy like um, Nicoletti or somebody like that. If he mm-hmm. gets like a 15th, that's pretty strong, you know, fifth times two. Because I don't think Braden's going to get fifth, personally. But right. Maybe, maybe he does. Right. Or Pike at a four. Right. Because Pike could finish right behind Brayton in, eight, in seventh and eighth all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're getting a four. The four. things that kill me about the the handicaps is like I picked last week. Obviously, he did terrible. Obviously, he'll crush it at Oakland, and then his handicap will go down to like you know a five for Phoenix. So I just get screwed three weeks in a row, basically. Yeah, that's part of the game. Make sure yeah, you got to really be good at this game. Uh, it's tough. Well, Dan, you've won it before, so don't be down on yourself. Keep that, put that chin up, little buddy. Um, you know, you'll you pull through. I'm pretty here. far back. I'm pretty far back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Will Hahn at a four? No, not with not with uh, Baggett back, and perhaps Stu. So, I, w- I was iffy on Will last week at a seven. I'm right. glad I picked him. He was. He turned out to be the great a great pick. Yeah, he did. He's been in every else. Mm-hmm. He's, he's ridden every lap they offer. He's probably going to ride an extra lap this week because they're going to probably make him do the, the camera thing at the beginning of the night. So, I don't know. Cowie might need to bring more gas. Michael Essie? Six? 
Well, I think I, the loops are going to be easy this weekend, so I, I think Mike could be a decent pick. Plus, yeah. he's riding press day tomorrow, so that'll give him a little extra boost. Yeah. Uh, Weimer's a one on the new RCH bike. That's too risky, I think, with the new bike. I mean, it's risky anyways with the new bike, though, you know. I mean, I think he'll be fine, but looking at a risk injury. I, I like I like Marvin at a two. Do you? I, I yeah. think he's. I think he's a top 12 guy. Like JT said, though, on Brayton, I still don't see a lot of upside. I think he's still going to be around, at best, a ninth, 10th place guy. So, I mean, it's tough. If you look at last week's points, though, not a lot of people scored over 25, which is no different than picking a, a Ryan Dungy. You know right, what I mean? Right. I mean, if, you, if you're, if you're going to gamble with, uh, you know, a Purcell or a Stewart, I think you'd be better off picking a picking a Dungy or a Tomac at a two. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, he was fil- Marvin was filming a documentary last week, and then Roger said he wished he would just focus on the race. So I don't know if the documentary yeah, crew has gone home, but, you know. <laughs> I read that interview. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see it. Like, guys I see no no value in, like Baggett out of six, being first race back. I mean, you have to assume he's going to get seventh, seventh or better, which who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, Millsaps out of six, Kennard out of six. Those are all really tough picks for me. Yeah, so I got to kind of do a process of elimination and get rid of those guys. So Baggett should, think, Baggett should be yeah. Baggett should be double points all day long. He should at least yeah, get I one. I think a one. If Stu is a zero, why would Baggett not be? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how can you make a case for Baggett being not and Stu being? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're in the same position. Yeah. So all right, so JT, who you pick right now? On a Wednesday, uh, I would probably take. Um, I'm looking hard. <clears throat> excuse me, looking hard at Michael Essie. I, I just don't know. I think I'd have to take him because I fully expect the loops to be easy this weekend. So we all know that plays in his favor. Uh, I would probably go with Vince Breezy at an eight. Uh, so I have both motor concepts guys at the moment. Oh, that's, a, um, that's nice. Yeah, and then. Um, Against my better judgment, I'll probably take Phil Nicoletti at 10. Yeah, I do too. I've been looking at that the whole time we've been talking. Yeah. I, I think then, I, but he was a ter- um, you said he was a terrible pick at a 9, but he's a great pick at a 10. Come on. I didn't say he was a great pick. I said against my better judgment. <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> so, uh, And then I'll take James Stewart at a 0. And I'm not happy about any of those picks, just to be clear. <laughs> just, just to be clear, that would not be your <laughs> ideal lineup. No. But I feel like I have to. I just feel like that's what that's what's telling me to do. Dan, what about you? Who do you pick on motocrossfantasy.com? James Stewart will ne- will not be on my team. I cannot do it. I can't put him in my top 12 in Moto Dynasty. I can't put him in the top 10 in this. I can't. Um, You're like me with the Marty. I can't pick Marty. I can't. See, and, and I can't either because I told you not to do it in Motocross Dynasty, and I just told you to pick him in Motocross Fantasy. So clearly, I'm having trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, James can – I mean, it's Oakland. He could win, but I don't know. Maybe he can't win. I don't know. I'm, if I had to pick right now, uh, I would pick Marvin Muskin, uh, or however you say his name, Purcell, Vince Freeze, and, uh, and Nicoletti. I, was, I liked Bloody last week out of nine. I like him this week out of ten. So. I'd go Alessi, Nicoletti, Pike, and Muskan. So I'm good, yeah. and I can pick all four. I like Pike I as well. I just can't. I can't pick him. Yeah. So. but I like Pike for sure in that yeah. spot. All right, two fifties. What do you like, Dan? Who'd you look at and think that was a was a good pick? Um, 
Is Nelson's not coming back, right? Like for a while, or do we know? I don't think we. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we know, but I don't think he's coming back. Okay, I wasn't sure if he was or not. So we didn't talk. We didn't talk a lot about the 250, uh, even in Moto Dynasty. But I wasn't sure if he's coming back. Or no, not. we didn't at all. We uh, we actually skipped it. That was my that's my bad. Yeah, that's all right. Cooper Webb wins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, champions a ten again, which he was the second best or third best pick last week out of ten. Mm-hmm. It's a little strange that he stayed a ten. He was a ten the week before, and he paid off that week too. So I'm um, I'm a little confused on how the system works, but. Um, I think Scott Champion's a great pick out of 10, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could pick him again, I'd pick him again. Um, Cole Martinez, um, he's been inside the top 12. He, he's a great pick out of four. I, I mean, he could easily get a 10th. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's Frederick Noren could be a good pick out of 11. He, he goes fast sometimes, but he crashes a lot. So, uh, I will not pick Chris Alders out of two. Will you pick Alex Martin at a one? Double points. I, I don't mind that one. I want it. Yeah, I, I think it's a good pick. What's wrong with Alex Martin, by the way? Does he need to go back to Rock River? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I think the team's just too good for him. After 11-10 and Rock River and everything, he's just he, he doesn't know what's going on. He has no idea. He's surprised. Um, I mean, I, I watched Alex Martin preseason and – I mean, I think I texted JT or whatever, and I was like, man, he could win. Like, he's really good, but he's, he's not that good on the weekends right now. What about uh, what, would it take you, what would it take to make you pick Zach Bell at a nine? It's rather tasty. <laughs> no, I'm not taking Zach Bell. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he was in second last week in the LCQ, and he was running it in on, on Luke Clout in every turn. And I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. And, then, and then he crashed. Yeah. JT, who do you like? Uh, looking at it now, I like um, I like Scott Champion. I think I don't know if I'll pick him, but I do like him. Uh, I don't like think as, he could be faulted a, for as a person. No, I don't think he could be faulted for picking him. Yeah, uh, Mitchell Harrison. We'll see. I he scares me though. He crashes so much, even in practice. I just I I don't even like watching him because it makes me think that the sport's too dangerous. Um. So, uh, going down, I think I'll definitely pick Alex Martin. I think um, I think Oldenburg is – I picked him last week at a one, so yeah. why wouldn't you? You know, again, um, Politelli is an interesting one if he ra- actually races. He's a 12, and I think he's, you know, easily, you know, a good pick if he, if he races, mm-hmm. which who knows. Um, so, I think, honestly, I think there's a lot of – Questionable picks. Cole Martinez is, is doable. Uh, Hayden Melros, I don't love it, but you could you could possibly pick in Norin. The same thing, you know, it just has a tendency to crash way too much. Yeah. Zach Bell, same thing. Uh, Chris Aldridge at a two. I mean, there's just endless possibilities here. Cunningham at a two. So it's really uh, you know six and one and half a dozen the other. It's just who's going to come through and who's going to crash out. Cole Thompson's a five. Did Paul Telly race last weekend? I know he wrote practice. No, he did not. Yeah, he did not race. Um, also, too, like Zach Commons is an 11. Came out for the first ma- first uh, race of his career. He made the main, didn't do great in the main, and then, but still was in it and looked good, I thought. Uh, won the LCQ or came pretty close anyways in San Diego. And this week he was terrible. 
So I don't know if he was sick. The whoop scared him. I don't know, but he's an 11, so we really just have to make it, you know? Yeah, I will say this weekend, the weekends in the 250, like Oakland will be, are fun because there's a lot of different picks that can work out. Uh, I think, you know, we talk a lot of bad things about Justin, but I think he's made it to where there's going to be a lot of uh, parity and discrepancy as far as who picked where and, and, there's going to be no just uniform decision on where you should go with your picks. So yeah. that always makes it that always makes it more fun. Yeah, to me, I don't see too many out of whack picks here or right. handicaps. We yeah. don't. We, well, the only one I really see, obviously, I, I don't always make fun of Justin, and he listens to the show. We just give you a hard time, and it is hard to do. Um, but Scott Champion got 15th last weekend, and he's still a 10. Where Michael Lee got 13th, and he's moved down to a four. That's what I don't get about the system. Like, yeah, Michael Lee went to a red four, and he only finished two spots ahead of Champion. Champion stayed at ten. Like that—that's the only thing I don't get—the the consistency of the of the handicaps. That's all. Um, well, maybe maybe uh, is, you know, maybe Justin tries to throw in a wild card there to help you get points. Yeah, I, like I don't it. know. I can I can pick Champion, so I I can pick Champion. So in this, I mean, I'm arguing it, but I, I will probably pick Champion and. uh Hayden Melrose was really good the first round, but the last two he hasn't been so good. Uh, you need to talk. Well, about it, it gets it gets tough, and I know the point Dan tries to make is because you really, if you do your homework and you really find a, a good pick in there, and and maybe the other people haven't seen it, and you really you nail it, and then the next weekend everyone sees it, and if they don't adjust the handicaps accordingly, then yeah. all your all your work is just for nothing because yeah. everyone's going to pick it the next week, and then you just lost your edge. So. Uh, it's yeah, frustrating it was, it was like bopping, bopping in week one. I knew bopping had been riding, and he was really good in Australia. I picked him to make A1. He makes it, and then he stays at 12 for San Diego. You know, I got lucky. A lot of people did pick him in San Diego, but he didn't end up racing or whatever. But yeah. uh, that that's an example of what JT's saying. If you, if you gamble and you pick the guy, like you pick an Alex Ray last week, if Alex Ray made it, it paid off for you, you know? Yeah. And that's what it should. There should be a big payoff like that, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, so I like uh, without seeing practice and everybody again. Put your put something in right now, and then try to adjust your ta- your picks uh, for all these leagues: rmfantasysx.com, Moto Dynasty, and Motocross Fantasy. Adjust your picks after you see the qualifying order come out, and you see that the guys had good times and they were they were upright and everything was good. Stay attention to Twitter. Hit us up on uh, on Twitter if you have a question. We'll try to answer it. Uh, Dan's is at DT101. Um, so that's just general advice. But So c- without watching practice, um, I think that uh, looking at this list while you guys were talking, um, I like, and I just picked it and it went, I like Alex Martin. I think that's a, that's a rubber stamp. No yep. problem. I think Alex Martin is a really good pick. I think that uh, Kyle Cunningham's good at a two. Maybe he can hold it together. I, I'm staying away from Harrison. Um, I know that um, Dan likes it, but Mel Ross is good at an eight. Uh, he'll turn it around. I think he's pretty decent. And that fourth one for me, I like Cole Thompson. You know, I, I obviously being Canadian, maybe I'm biased, but he's he's done a ton of these races. He's got three years under his belt in this class. He's a little more put together than some of these kids like a Mitchell Harrison or or whatever, and I think he can pull through with a 15th or better. So that would be my. He crashed, but he crashed 
so much. He did. Weekend. He did. He had a rough weekend. But wow. That's, yeah, that's, he did. But, I, I agree with you on your first point, but man, yeah. was he on the ground a lot last week. But that's unusual for him. It really is. I watched a kid. It's unusual. I, I 100% yeah. agree. 100%. Yeah. He just, I don't know what went on. The whoops, and then I don't know what else. So, <laughs> um, What do you like, Dan? I, I do like Alex Martin. I think everybody will yeah. pick him. Yeah. I think he really is a he is a good pick. Um Cunningham's been good. He's been nine seven the last two weeks, so I think out of two you gotta think he's gonna be in the top ten, top twelve. Mm-hmm. Um so if I had to pick right now it'd be Alex Martin and Cunningham. Um I I like Mitchell Harrison. I think he's I think he's good at an eight. He does crash a lot, but I like to gamble. And then uh I like Oldenburg at a one. I skipped on him last week hoping he'd have a bad race and maybe his handicap would go up. Yeah, he had a bad race, but his handicap stayed at one, which is which is fair. He's really fast. I think he could easily go get a fifth place. So mm. I think that that's fair. And JT, what do you think? Uh, yeah, that, I think I kind of named mine already, but yeah, um, I think my team on a you know sitting here Wednesday night would possibly be Harrison. I don't know. I'm just so scared of him. He's fast. He he sells himself pretty well, but I just feel like you just can, really can't trust him at this point. So um, I think I would go with Politelli if he's racing, which he's in the same boat as Harrison, honestly. Uh, Alex Martin is is 100% in. I'm I'm all in on on uh, Alex Martin. I, I think he's going to turn it around. And then uh, Champion, I think I'll go with him as well. I you know I don't expect him to you know, shock the world, but I think he'll be solid somewhere in that 13 to 18, which is, uh, mm-hmm. that's good enough for me. Um, and then, uh, Cole Martinez is, I don't love it at a four. Um, but he's been pretty solid. I just don't think it's, you know, he's not going to get you like 40 points or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he could get you that solid 28 points, 30 points that, you know, that always helps. Uh, but like I said, I, I'm I'm really not locking anything in yet. I think there's just a ton of guys. I think Cunningham and Zach Bell and and Aldridge and yeah. uh, all these guys are doing you know possible picks. Cole Thompson, as you mentioned, Ed Melross, all these guys. You really need to make a list. There's probably I would say ten guys that could make your final four. Uh, and I would I would really do your homework after you make you know narrow it down and then watch practice if you can or look at times at least uh look at both practices as well because uh, you want consistency and see who's had a good day or who hasn't had a good day um then if you if you have a chance really go through their individual lap charts that'll give you a ton of uh background info too if they're just logging lap after lap mm-hmm. and that you know that generally looks like they're having a solid day and they're kind of feeling it out there you know um, you know what i like to do sorry to interrupt you what i like to do is the guys who come out in the first practice and, and really attack the track and really start yep. jumping stuff right away, you're like, those guys seem to have good days all the rest of the yeah, way. Yeah, it's just it's yep. a sign of confidence, yep. without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would agree with that as well. Uh, Zach Bell or or um, Mitchell Harrison, if you had to pick one, JT. Bell's a, Bell's a what did I say, six? And, oh. uh, and, and Zach and uh, – Harrison's an eight. I, I honestly would I would wait and look at the whoops. If the whoops are really really easy, I'll go with Harrison because I think he yeah. I think he's in shape and right. I think he rides well. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it all depends on the level of difficulty of the track. 
the you know the tougher the track, I think the more likely he throws it away at some point. Yeah, Dan, so. I would ask Dan, but you're going to go with Harrison, Dan. You're on that bandwagon. Bell's a nine, okay. so and and Harrison's an eight. So I mean, Bell's got a little bit more upside. Yeah. I mean, Zach Bell's fast. We, we've all seen that, but I mean, God, that that is, I would not want those two guys both on my team. I'd pull my hair out. What's your prediction for what Marty opens up on on, on the East? What does Marty open up as? Uh, I would say gray, gray four, gray three, gray four. Not bad, huh? Yeah, he didn't have such a hot last year. No. So no. Okay. Is gray double or what? Yeah. No, sorry, uh, single points three or single points four. Oh, I thought you meant double points. That's why I yeah, said no, that. No, oh, yeah, oh, no, no, no way. Oh. Okay. Um, all There's right. a lot of uh, – on the West Coast, we only have one past winner, right? Is Webb the only guy on the West Coast who's ever won a race? Uh, yeah, well, Nelson's out, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, Savachi. Savachi won, didn't he? No. Well, I mean, I mean, Supercross. Savachi's won an overall outdoors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, but yeah. Super, I'm yeah. talking Supercross. East Coast, there's like six or seven guys, seven guys that have won a main event and they'll be racing East Coast. That's pretty. That's a lot. Yeah, for the East Coast, it's 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 more stacked than it's than it's been in a while, for sure. Um, yeah. All right, Dan Truman from uh, Athena and Get and Jason Thomas from Fly. This has been the End Fab Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. Use it, uh, use it, or um, use it at your own risk. I guess we should say we should have a little disclaimer. These picks are not binding, <laughs> so. Um, all right. Thanks, guys. All right. See you. See you. Thank you.